I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is a bonus episode of News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, welcome back to a bonus episode for my maternity leave special series. I have been really, really excited to share with you um, this topic as well as just all the information we're going to go over today. It's maybe like the nerdiest thing I've ever created. I think even worse than the corals, but Devin teases me about both of these episodes and obsessions of mine, if you will. Um, Basically, online, I was seeing a lot of information about mushrooms and a ton of hype for mushrooms. And I don't mean like magic mushrooms necessarily, although they're a factor too, but more that mushrooms have natural intelligence that we aren't really aware of and that they're much more healing than we ever knew, not only for human beings, but also for the planet. So there are, you know, again, I want to make a note about sources here at the top. There are a ton of unreliable sources for information about mushrooms online. So I will not be using those to build this episode, although they certainly piqued my interest in the first place. But I wanted to let you guys know that I got my information from places like National Geographic, The Guardian, the Carnegie Science Center, Scientific American, and other sources that rely on scientific study, not just conjecture. (laughs) The first thing to know about fungi is that they exist in so many forms and that they are truly ancient. Mushroom and fungi in different forms have existed on the earth for literally hundreds of millions of years. They are the largest organism on our planet. They also exist on every continent in the entire world. Fungi actually exist inside our bodies in both sickness and in health. They're part of us. They're actually a very important part of the human microbiome, just like bacteria and viruses. They help our body to function properly. Just on the heels of your feet alone, for example, there are actually about 80 different varieties of fungi on you at any given time. Have I grossed you out yet? Because we have so far to go. But really, when a lot of us think of fungi, we think of decay, you know, mold or mildew or athlete's foot. But really, fungi are actually life givers and life savers. They provide us with a ton of different food groups from sake to cheese to chocolate to kimchi to fresh vegetables to bread. All of these food items would not be possible without fungi. Yeast and fermentation play a role in almost every food that we eat. 
out in nature, trees often do a type of exchange with fungi where they'll share their nutrients with the fungi and the fungi share some of the carbon that they produce with the tree. Similar to coral, we have a whole bonus episode on them as well. Fungi are not are neither a plant nor an animal. Scientists who study mushroom consider them to be their own kingdom altogether. There are over 1.5 million species on Earth, and there are six times as many varieties of mushrooms as there are plants. There are, of course, portobello mushrooms, button mushrooms, and similar ones that we are all familiar with, but there are also bioluminescent mushrooms that literally glow in the dark. There are mushrooms in every single color that you can imagine. You know when you pick up a stick in the woods and there's kind of this like stringy stuff attached to it? Well, that stuff is actually a variety of mushroom called mycelium. And it basically is a network that, you know, is not dissimilar to our brains and the way that our brains have neuropathways. They actually function very similarly. They exist virtually everywhere in nature. Every footstep you take all over the world, mycelium is underneath you. Mycelium basically help trees to share nutrients and other plants to share nutrients. There are mushrooms that can feed you. There are mushrooms that can kill you. Mushrooms bridge the gap between life and death in certain sense. And by breaking down what has died, whether it's a plant or an animal, and pulling it back into the earth, they breathe more life into our ecosystem. But other than just breaking down dead matter and helping trees to communicate, our mushroom and fungi on this earth actually have other ways of supporting our planet. Mushrooms can actually help to fight pollution. And this is something I'm super, I'm diving deep into this right now, you guys. (laughs) I'm nerding out about this because I just find it so fascinating. But basically, fungi have been used to clean up oil spills They eat the oil and end up producing an edible mushroom out of this oil. They have attracted, then those mushrooms will attract insects and then the insects attract birds and then on the birds come seeds and a whole ecosystem can literally be born out of an oil spill, something that is totally devastating to the environment. Additionally, they can convert chemicals like pesticides and herbicides into biologically neutral substances. They can break down plastic. They can remove heavy metals from toxic sites that are even too dangerous to build on. They can clean up polluted water. They can estimate, they can eliminate, excuse me, (laughs) pollutants as intense as asbestos, arsenic, and lead. Time Magazine wrote that mushrooms might be, quote, magic for climate change, end quote. Some hope, you guys. They've already been used to clean up after forest fires in California. And honestly, all of these articles emphasize that they're just not being used enough. 
a lot of people don't know the power of mushrooms in fighting pollution. And that's why we are here today spreading the word. Mushrooms also play a vital role in how the ecosystem processes carbon. You see, when a plant or an animal decomposes, carbon gets stored into the soil. Then the fungi are responsible for helping to release that carbon back into the atmosphere. We're learning that the presence of certain mushrooms can actually help to keep 70% more carbon captured in the soil. Now, as you can imagine, these types of ecological shifts have a ripple effect, but the world is focused on capturing carbon right now and preventing it from destroying our planet home. And this is a huge factor that could potentially make a big difference in a bunch of different climate-related crises. So now that we've discussed mushrooms and fungi in relationship to our planet, let's discuss mushrooms and fungi in relationship to our health. So mushrooms can be huge in boosting the human immune system. Penicillin is an example of a mushroom that's used all the time in Western medicine as an antibiotic. Back in the Civil War, soldiers who had wounds would literally press a piece of moldy bread onto their wound in order to benefit from the antibiotic properties that would help prevent infection. Native and Eastern medicine have been using a lot more mushrooms than Western medicine going back literal centuries, you guys. Supporting the strength of your body rather than just treating disease is a large part of non-Western medicinal practices. But these are a lot of the medicinal properties that we already know of. There are a lot we are still exploring. For example, lion's mane is a mushroom that we know helps nerves to regrow. So we know that this could help with a ton of different things, especially cognitive function. Some scientists believe that lion's mane may hold the cure for Alzheimer's and dementia, but it's still being studied. There have been a number of cases where mushrooms have counteracted cancers, especially turkey tail mushrooms, which have been proven to improve the effects of chemotherapies. These studies are also ongoing, though. We also know that psychedelics are being studied for treating many different things, such as alcoholism, depression, anxiety, PTSD, and more. Psychedelics kind of got all tangled up in political culture back in the 1960s, where drugs were pretty much blanketed as bad and unhealthy for us. Research about these mushroom-based drugs came to a halt at that time, but in the year 1999, they were actually approved to study once again here in the United States, and those studies are still underway. 70% of people coming out of one of the studies with psychedelics said it was in the top five most personally meaningful experiences of their lives akin or just following the birth of their children and that it gave them a completely altered worldview. So mind-blowing. 
Mushrooms also produce these molecules that we know fit into the receptors of the human brain and human body. And why is this? We still don't really know. It makes it feel like we're meant to be living in closer union with fungi and mushrooms and that they're supposed to play a larger role in our health and wellness. But who knows what that role is or what it looks like. So that's something that's still being explored and studied today. On top of all this, mushrooms are actually considered intelligent beings. I know, I know, in terms of the traditional definition of an intelligent being, they may seem to kind of fall short. You know, they don't have eyes or a brain, but they do have ways of communicating decision-making capabilities and actual electrical impulses through the mycelium that we talked about. And those electrical impulses operate as nature's circuit board. They actually process data that they receive from the environment and make decisions as well as trades with nature's other organisms based on needs and environmental conditions. Pretty insane. The bottom line here is we cannot afford to destroy mushrooms. There's so much more to mushrooms than being a vegetable that we toss into a salad or a stir fry. We need fungi to live. And if nothing on this earth decomposed, we'd be left with piles and piles of dead matter. Without fermentation, we'd have little to no food to eat. Our planet would be far more polluted. Fungi can heal us. Mushrooms have the capacity to open our minds to the vastness of the universe. And there may be even more enormous mushroom-related discoveries to be made if we can stop looking at them as food and think of them more as fundamental. If there's no fungi, there's no us. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. 
We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.